This is the Human-Centric Investing Podcast with John Deal, where we look at the world of investing through the eyes of our clients. Over to you, John. Hello, financial professionals, and welcome to Episode 52 of the Human-Centric Investing Podcast. I'm John Deal, Senior Vice President of the Applied Insights Team at Hartford Funds, and it's my pleasure today to be joined by Dr. Kevin Elko. Dr. Kevin Elko is a performance coach, or some would say a head coach, if you will, uh, dealing with uh, human psychology and and the stories that we tell ourselves. And Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, uh, John. I appreciate you having me. Love working with you guys. Been now with the Hartford for a good period of time, and every day is a good day with you guys. So thank you. Oh, it's great, Kevin. And I, I always leave our conversations uplifted and with lots of things to think about. And so to kick things off, Kevin, really the topic of today's uh, podcast is really about is about leadership, right? There isn't one of us who has not had both our professional and personal lives kind of turned upside down over the last 10, 11 months. But Kevin, you say that for, for financial advisors, leadership today is maybe more important than ever. Tell us a little bit about what your thoughts are around that. John, I've been with Alabama for a while now, and this year was a different year for everybody. And the our coach, Coach Saban, came out and started the year, and he led us, and he said the culture. And watch what he said. He said, the team this year that will be able to change, adapt, and adopt the ones who can be able to say, hey, you know what? I thought we were going to play Mississippi State, but now they changed it and we're playing Mississippi. Or I thought we were going to play Auburn, but things changed. It looks like we're playing Oregon. He said the ones who cannot overreact, appropriately react to that, he said we're going to go to some games, John, and you think a player is not going to be is going to be here, and that one has COVID, and maybe that whole room had COVID. We don't have any tight ends, and yesterday you were playing safety, and today you're playing tight end, and someone can adapt and do that without self pity, without getting to a point where you're upset, but you could just change. You kind of that will be the team that will win, and the team that isn't able to do that will be a dinosaur. And he led us with that, so when something happened. You, you know, he kept on saying, we're going to miss a player or we're going to miss a coach because of COVID. The only coach we lost all year that I know was him. He said somebody came in to fix his furnace and gave it to him. But I think that where the leadership has to occur now, I love this phrase about don't be a thermometer, be a thermostat. You have to set temperature. It keeps on changing. But we need to lead. We need to get out. And so here's leadership, the definition. This is a confusing time. Let me make sense of it. Follow me. And someone needs to come out. And when Coach Saban came out and led and said, there's going to be changes, anticipate them. There's going to be disappointments, anticipate them. The whole what you thought was going to happen, something different is going to happen. Be able to adjust and do it. And he kept on repeating it, John. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why we won. The financial advisor today, the financial professional today needs to come and constantly say, not once, there will be ups, there will be downs. The market will go this way, will go that way. Everybody wants to bring economists in to say, here's what's going to happen. And they're good, but what can you predict? But we have a process, we have a plan, stay calm, stay focused, and we will be able to get there. And when they connect with people one-on-one and teach that, 
that's leadership, and you're going to end up with good results if you have that process. I think it's more important now because of the volatility, not in the markets, in everything. <laughs> right. In everything. Right. Well, Kevin, you mentioned that Coach Saban came out and, and basically set the culture. How important is it right now that you that that, it, that financial professionals take a step back and think about what they want their culture to be? It's everything. I mean, it's absolutely everything to step back and think and set it because, you know, I used this phrase earlier. If you're not setting temperature, you're a thermometer. You're just, you're just reflecting what's going on out there, and you're constantly doing that. But if you are setting the culture, you're a thermostat. So, John, do, did you or did you grow up, did you play Little League Baseball? Yeah, I did. Okay, the baseball plate. Let me tell you why it's important. This is an Alabama story. You know when you played Little League Baseball, do you know the baseball plate was 17 inches? When you went and played the home plate, 17 inches. When you played in – if you played in high school, if you played in the minors, you played Babe Ruth Day, you played in the majors today, it's 17 inches. Mm-hmm. And if somebody can't get the ball over the plate in the minor leagues, they don't say, well, you know what? I like John. He's a nice guy. He can't get the ball <laughs> over the plate. Let's make it 19 inches. <laughs> Let's make it 19 inches. We've gotten so wild today at changing the plate. And people don't understand that the baseball plate, we do it with our kids, John. Oh, you know, they do the two-syllable well with our kids. Well, and I, did, did social media change our kids? Yeah, I guess. But parents have changed more than the kids. We've changed. And the thing, the thing that we have to do during these times is, okay, change your processes. Change the way you do things. But don't make the plate 19 inches. Don't change the standard. The great ones have a standard. And they don't say to themselves, well, today didn't go too good, so I'll make the plate 19 inches. You don't go become the quarterback at Tampa Bay and go, well, I'm a little bit older, so the plate's now 19 inches. You go, it's 17 inches. That's the standard. It's important. So as a leader, we have to set the standard, and the standard is our culture. Here's what we do. Here's the way we do it, and we don't go below this level. And, Kevin, the great ones that you work with, how often do they repeat that standard again? It, if it's part of your culture, I assume it, it touches almost every conversation that you have. Every, Hey, John, every conversation you have with yourself. Mm. You know, and what we all need to do, all of us, set a standard with yourself. I do it with my health. I had an ambulance ride a couple of years ago. I'm not getting back in one. You have to set it with your relationships. Set it with, I call it your calling. Some call it your career. But the big thing about culture and teams and financial teams, then get people around you to keep you accountable to that. It happens every day. And, you know, I call them nitty-gritty goals, our daily activity. And that's why we've been doing so much with teams and leadership. You get people around you to keep you accountable and the most frequent phrase I and I do this all the time. At times I get out out of whack. I feel upset, so I have to bring me back. We get frustrated. That's the most common phrase. I'm frustrated. And if we can get people around us to keep us accountable, to bring us back, but the great ones, they have people around them to keep them accountable. They get off the mark. They're human. 
they, 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 there's times they want to quit. There's times they want to take it easy. But to have resiliency and to keep on going, to have fortitude, they'll get people around them to keep them there. So we talk about the plate changing, Kevin. Surely we've seen a lot change. We've seen, you know, uh, advisors and professionals have had to move to a virtual environment. Is what I'm hearing you say, you don't care what the environment, the game still hasn't changed? The game hasn't changed insofar as what we're trying to do. What we're doing is here's the, we connect with our clients. Connection is powerful. So at times, I'm not saying that the scoreboard always lights up the same. But we have the same processes. I don't like this phrase, social distancing. It's physical distancing. We should take this time to even become better at connecting. I think we should become better at the way that we not just connect with one family member, connect with all of them anymore. That's a mistake, connect with one. I think we have to even get better putting our own team together, get even better in our own leadership. So even though the platforms have changed, even though some of the mechanisms change, our standards of what we do does not change. How we do it, okay. And you and I were talking earlier about football and quarterbacks. Do I think do I think that the game has changed for quarterbacks last year? Yeah, you break it the body of your hands because there's not enough offensive linemen anymore to stay healthy to block for you. But it's still the same standard that you make a read. You see what's in front of you. You get the ball of your hands. You're still doing the same thing, staying together as a team, blocking and tackling, catching and running. So you're still doing the same things. It might have changed how you're doing it some because, you know, COVID or, you know, there's changes in things around you, changes coming down from the government. But you still connect, lead. I love the phrase, do simple better. But don't lower your standards. Don't rationalize. Don't say to yourself, I call it the two-syllable well. well. Don't do that. I have the same standard. I'm going to hold me to it, and we're going to hold each other to it. That's what the great ones do. So, Kevin, what's your advice when, as a financial professional, something comes out of right field? Like you just mentioned, maybe it's a, maybe it's a, a, a change from the, the, the firm I'm working for institutes or – some kind of change that, that the government does or, or something just turned upside down, caught me by surprise, but I'm hesitant to change. I'm resistant maybe in some, sometimes to change. What are, what are the stories that we tell ourselves do in term in changing times and how can we harness that power? This is interesting, John. You're my third uh, interactive conference today. And it's the third time that this has come up because uh, the world is changing faster now than it ever has, and I don't believe it will ever be this slow again. And I think that if we don't understand the way our mind works, and I, everyone wants to say that our enemy is fear. No, our enemy is familiar, and our brain wires real easy. That's one of the things we have to understand as leaders. You collectively wire everyone's mind. Neurons that fire together wire together, so everybody collectively gets wired and you have to come to a point that when things happen, you have to understand that events don't cause us to stagnate, quit, stop. The way we view the event, how we talk to ourselves. So every time you hear an Elko talk, you hear, I said to myself. You hear it every, all the time. And I said to myself. And you have to speak the language. Everyone asks so much. I get this question every time I speak. 
talk about Alabama and Saban. It's language. We have to teach a language. So the stories is there's ways that we talk to ourselves. Here's a story I give me all the time. You know how they talk so much. It's the year of the eagle. It's the year of the lion. I call 2020, extending into 2021, the year, years, plural, of the of the uh, bull weevil. Because in, in, in down in Enterprise, Alabama years ago, 1910, I think it was, the bull weevil came in and ate all the cotton. It was all gone. Well, the bull weevils come into healthcare, tourism, travel, financial world entertainment, you name it, schools, education, it's there. The bull weevil was wiped out everything. It was the year of the bull weevil. Well, they down there said, okay, the cotton's gone. There's a new crop called the peanut. You've got to come up with peanuts now. And they plant the peanut. There's a statue of a bug in the middle of town that says, thank you, Mr. Bull Weevil, for the role you played in our prosperity. So that's the story I tell me, and here comes the self-talk phrase, and it's became popular, famous in Alabama. So what, now what? Okay, so what? These days, the word fair, it's a child's term. What's fair? Everybody's dealing with, if you've had a business, you took a shot. Houses, my neighbor's house burned down here. Fair? What's What's fair? And if you can't do anything about it, you have to say, so what? Because you're sitting around still complaining about it. And one of the standards set at Alabama is we're going to make a commitment every day not to complain, especially the start of practice because it sets a bad tempo. That was one of the home plates. And I think that you have to get to a point where you say, so what, now what? And as a leader, language is everything. You have to speak a language. You know, be where your feet are. Language is everything. So it's a self language it's a private speech and it's a public speech the great leader does not say 5,000 different things once she or he will say one thing 5,000 times the language we have to put in there as a leader speaking it non-stop to ourselves and to everybody on the team so what now what okay the bull weevil's here it's gone now what let's go find a peanut and the person that could do that and lead that and speak that, they're going to win. The ones who can't do that, they're going to become the dinosaur. Thanks for listening to this episode. Please join us next time when Dr. Elko will be back with us to continue our conversation about leadership. This podcast is intended for use by financial professionals or in conjunction with the advice of a financial professional. It is intended to be educational in nature and should not be construed as individual investment advice or a recommendation or a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold any security or to adopt any investment strategy. It does not constitute legal or tax advice or fiduciary advice pursuant to ERISA rules. The views and opinions expressed herein are those of our feature guest who is not affiliated with Hartford Funds.